0: You're listening to local programming produced in KUNV Studios. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and more, the University of Nevada Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Welcome to the Rebel Revolution, UNLV's innovation podcast. Join me, Mana Azizultani, as I dive deep into the world of cutting edge ideas, game changing inventions, and inspiring success stories that are shaping our future. The Rebel Revolution. All right, let's get this party started. So, I'm here today with Jay Vickers. He's the Chief Operating Officer of UNLV Sports Innovation. Do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do?
1: Oh, that'd be more than happy to do that. And first and foremost, Mana, thank you for having me today. Super excited to be here and talk about sports innovation, uh, something I truly enjoy doing for our university and for our faculty and our students and just representing um, the great work we do in the space of sports-related research and innovation. So, kind of make it simple. Um, I will tell you what our mission is and kind of give you more insight. Okay. So, we initiate, support, and inspire sport research, education, innovation, and economic development with the mindset that sport is an integral part of society and personal health. With that said, for us and the everyday work that I do is, our team helped create a platform to showcase the great work our faculty and our students are doing on our campus as it relates to things, maybe it's esports, sports sports technology, um, diversity and leadership in sports, um, having an impact on workforce development. You look at sporting health, um, all the way to brain health, mental health, sports psychology, So whatever your mind takes you to when you hear about sport innovation, those are the things that we focus on and we work on and we try to support. Um, One thing that we noticed when we first started sports innovation, one of the reasons why we started this new initiative was we learned through several surveys that we had nearly over 100 full-time faculty on our campus that were were engaged in sports-related research innovation. And But they never had a platform to truly showcase what they were doing. So we were designed to be that platform, and, but also connect all the individuals together um, internally so they can understand that their peers are also doing some great work. And some of that work can be done together and, and be in a collaborative nature. So we've started to do that. You're starting to see a lot of support that way. But we also, the connecting bridge to all the external entities that we have in our city, which is probably one of the most exciting things I've ever seen and have been a part of is seeing our city go through, I would say, uh, a sports renaissance. And typically, you don't see, we haven't in our lifetime seen a city really transform the way that we have and have quickly set our, in my opinion, set a flag in the ground saying, look, this is your first global sports city. And I say global because UFC is a global sport, and that's our first homegrown sport beyond our our, our rebels, of course. But then you also look into with the Raiders and the Knights and the Aces, and then you have the Lights and all these other sports teams that plan on trying to come here. It's a decided time to be a sports fan in Las Vegas.
0: And how does UNLV Innovation kind of center themselves in that sort of environment with all these new sports teams coming in?
1: Well, the first thing is is that our main objective is to be the global intellectual hub of sport and entertainment. So as a hub, we're not here to... You know what, Raiders, we're gonna show you how to be how to make sure you have the best team um, in the country and you're gonna have everybody you your team is gonna run like Bo Jackson. <laughs> that's not who we that's not who we are. That's not what we're gonna do. Our job as a hub is to say, look, look at all the great resources that your 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 local university, our R one Carnegie Top one hundred and thirty public research institution has to offer to your organization and tell us how best we should interact with you. Do you need help in diversity and leadership? Do you need assistance in um, having a connection to the community and with an academic focus? Are you looking for internships? Are you looking for um, learn more about esports and fan engagement? What are you looking for? And let us help you. Got you. So I do want to talk
0: about a lot of the things that you just mentioned, but I want to kind of back up and have you talk about your background because I know that you're involved <laughs> in a bunch of different things. First being the, the U.S. Soccer Diversity yeah. Council, right? And so I kind of want to talk about how did you get into like where you are now, the kind of the sports innovation, um, and then, you know, how did, that, how did that happen? I know you played high school, or sorry, high school. I'm sure you played <laughs> high school football too, but college football?
1: Yeah, so I am a first generation college student. So I had the Honor and privilege to be a, a student-athlete at University of Notre Dame, so the fine and ours. So I always will bleed some uh, blue and gold, of course. Um, but from there, I learned a lot of great life lessons and met a lot of great friends that I still have to this day. Um, but as a first-generation college student, you really don't know what pathway you want to take. And so I, I really um, resonate with our student population here at UNLV. Um, because two thirds of our student population either first gen or non traditional students. And so it resonates with me seeing all the students who are like, Look, I don't know what's next. I just know I need to be here. And that's what I knew back then too, over I don't know, twenty years ago, is that I don't know where what's next. I don't know what four years look like or ten next ten years, but I know this is where I need to be at right now. And I never forgot that feeling. And so what that has happened is I ended up working and doing what everyone else was doing at the time. I had to go work for a big company, and I learned some great lessons from those companies in the private sector. So I had the opportunity to work for Gallo, Hershey, and Pfizer, three really great companies. Um, But I never really had that desire. I felt like there was more I can do, not only for other students, but people that look like me or similar backgrounds. And so I started to look more into athletics. I wanted to know what were the, the men and women in the suits doing on the sidelines and and why were they there? They, I didn't see them in practice or anything else, but I saw them on game day. And I started to ask some questions and talked to some mentors around the country. And I said, hey, those people are working in the athletic department and they have an interest in development, which at the time stands for fundraising. Right. And so i was like, fundraising, what is that? And So I uh, learned more that that's really how I got to to the University of Notre Dame was through and the kindness of donors and the kindness of sponsorships and things of that nature. And I wanted to be a voice for other student athletes and other students. So I got into athletics, um, started at Fresno State, then was able to transition to the University of Arizona when I first met Jim Livingood, who used to be a director of athletics here at UNLV, which is how I got to UNLV. Um, he asked me and another gentleman to come join him and oversee the Rub Athletics Fund, which is the firm raising arm for UNLV athletics. Uh, we had some success. Um, I moved on to be the chief revenue officer of University of Wisconsin. Uh, from there, I became the number two at the at Northern Illinois University. Um, but I always called Las Vegas home since I stepped foot here. I just mm-hmm. felt just out of all the cities I've been to and had the opportunity to live at, I felt more comfortable in Las Vegas because, like most people, you know, you come to Las Vegas and think all they have is a Strip. You don't realize the great community. Um, how people are really invested into our students. They're really invested into seeing this community be shine really bright and beyond just the stars of the strip. And so I wanted to be part of that, um, that ecosystem, if you will. And so I decided to come back here, um, spend some time with Learfield, did some great things with Dan Doby and his team um, over in uh, Learfield Sports Properties for UNLV. Uh, and then I was asked to look into a position Um, of a new initiative on campus to start answering the need of what we thought was coming but we actually know it's now here right (laughs) and and it said look we want to answer the call to just growth in sports and entertainment yeah and we need to create this platform is what I was talking about earlier and I said look that sounds great I don't know what that is so is there a website or a vision or a mission I could take a look at I said no that's why we want to bring you into the fold is because that's what we need. We want, we want to have a great team, and that team is myself, Dr. Nancy Lowe, Dr. John Mercer, and we want to bring you in to start facilitating how can we move forward from that standpoint. And i got to tell you, with, it's been a labor of love, but we've done <laughs> a, I think we've done a really great job. Um, our team together, um, that's combined with some great GAs and some, some great partners in, in the community, but also on campus. And we now we do have a website and we have a mission, we have a vision, we've had events. Uh, we've made some great strides and working with not only our faculty, but also provided some great opportunity for students. I've always had my sort of
0: finger on the pulse, I could say, even when I went into my master's elsewhere. And for some reason, it just felt like sports innovation, like you said you started in 2019, when we were talking before this. Yeah. But I feel like sports innovation didn't exactly explode until recently. Yes. What. Why is that? What what kind of brought that explosion like onto this? Like you
1: guys kind of exploded onto the scene. Well, one of the things that we wanted to do is and we we're very attentional about it is we're going to come out of COVID and when we come out of COVID we have to be ready. We have to have a website. We have to be willing to do events. We have to be willing to educate people on who we are and just what initiatives that we have in play. Now we, we knew initially like any other startup we have a you know, just a certain amount of money that we have to play with. But we also knew we needed to acquire more money. But during that time frame, we needed to be great stewards of the funds that we did have. And so in doing so, we created a Catalyst grant program, which was designed to help um, support faculty members who are on campus, also industry partners with their existing sports-related research and innovation. They had to apply for this grant. Um, And so I'm happy that year-to-date we have – awarded nearly a million dollars in grants. Whoa. And so we were great stewards of our initial funding through um, the Governor's Office of Economic Development, through their Knowledge Fund. Um, actually spoke with someone earlier this week about it and said, look, the investment that GOET made in us has resulted in several different things. And one is the Calus Grant Program. Um, we was able to kick off a, and that's just the only part of it, and we were able to kick off a really cool internship program um, with the Super Bowl. Uh, well, the Las Vegas Super Bowl host committee, as well as other initiatives that we've been able to do.
0: Well, I, that's kind of what I wanted to segue into. Like, what are some of the cool programs you have going on? You mentioned the Super Bowl um, internship program. What is that,
1: and how does it benefit students? Well, first and foremost, um, any time that you, when you have your resume, people want to see the wow factor, right? You know, what, what has this student or this person done that separates them from the rest? And anytime time you see Super Bowl or National Championship or NBA or WNBA Finals or something like that on someone's resume, that's a wow factor. That's gonna make someone say, you know what, let's keep that in this pal for right now. I wanna learn more. And that's the opportunity that was presented to us through Sam Joffrey, who was the CEO of president of the Las Vegas Super Bowl Host Committee. However, at the time when he presented the opportunity to hire forty to forty-five students throughout the year, to support the Super Bowl, and they can learn all things Super Bowl, which is really amazing. They learn the bidding process. They learn how to work with um, sponsors, donors, um, game day operations, volunteer operations, um, small business connect Operate. They learn every aspect of what it takes to put on a large-scale event. And so they're not just pushing papers or pens, uh, which I think is really exciting. But the budget was minimal. So a lot of times you see these opportunities, um, and I, don't, I saw these opportunities when I was in school. You typically end up volunteering to do it. Yeah. And what I was able to explain, and I think now at our university we've done a good job of explaining what type of students we have. When you explain to someone, look, they're first-gen, they're non-traditional students, and they understand that, hey, they may have to go to work. They may not have a support system um, where they can just take a volunteership, even though it's going to be great for their future, how do we support that? And when the most diverse campus in the country for seven, eight years running. How do we support that with those factors? And Sam looked at me and said, what do you suggest? I said, well, I know the NFL Foundation has really made had a big focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion and belonging. And we really wanted to highlight that. And I said, and plus, this is something I'm passionate about being a founding member of Game Changers United, which is the U.S. Soccer Federation Board for DEIB. And so really excited from that standpoint to be part of that. And I wanted to make sure that goes in and every, that that stays in everything that we do as we move forward. And he goes, well, so you're suggesting we can do a matching program. I said, exactly. I wonder if the NFL Foundation would match this program. Uh, match your money that you have on the table, which is $100,000, which doesn't cover 40 students. No. <laughs> and would well, they match that? And that way we can pay our students that are higher and competitive salary. And Sam and I sat in the office, in my office here at FDH, and we put together a program. We realized what the funding model would be. We, we identified, um, we put together a PowerPoint presentation. He presented it to the NFL Foundation. And the first thing they said is, yes, we've never done anything like this before. This is the first time. This will be considered a NFL legacy program, and what that means is every time the NFL goes into your city, Pro Bowl, draft, Super Bowl, they either want to have they want to have an impact, and if it's the legacy program. It's either something they enhance at a great level, or something they help initiate. It. This internship program is something they help initiate. So I've always wanted to have an internship program. Where students can look at us as a resource through sports innovation to connect them to all the entities that we have here. But we needed that first partner. And the Super Bowl Host Committee came in and they became our first partner with the help of the NFL Foundation. But they only gave us the 200000 We needed to be in a position where we needed more money than that, close to 400000 So who was going to be the next partner? So now it was my turn to take it out to the community And luckily I was able to be introduced to Julian High, CEO and president of the United Way of Southern Nevada. And they understood we need to start preparing our young people, our students, to what this what many some will say is a little bit of an economic disruptor, but quickly became an economic enhancer. How is that? Because what happened is when all these sports teams teams came, I was like, Well, what jobs do they have? I'm not an athlete, I'm not a coach. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, I'm not a trainer. So it was kind of disrupting how people were thinking. Then once they realized, wait a minute, I'm a hospitality major. I can do hospitality. I can work anywhere. I can do sales if I'm in business. And I think we see the enhancement of that. And at the same time, um, our director of sports management, which is Dr. Nancy Lowe, was building her program, an intercollegi- intercollegiate and professional sports management master's program. And they also have the Sports Leadership uh, Management Program, which is the Undergraduate Certificate. She was building this program out, and that was also educated our students, look at the possibilities of jobs you can have in the sports space. And you don't have to go anywhere. It's all right here. Not in rock throwing distance, unless you're just a really good thrower. (laughs) And you probably need to be on somebody's team. But other than that, you have it all right here at your fingertips. Just like our hospitality students have, the best hotels in the world that they can go learn from at their fingertips. So that's really where we stand at. So it gave us an opportunity. So United Way saw this opportunity, realized we need to start preparing our students, and they loved the, 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 the DIB focus as well. And they said, you know what, Jay, this is a no-brainer. We're supporting it. So they matched it as well.
0: Wow. I want to ask you, um, where on campus
1: can students find courses for in sports innovation? Well, we don't have any courses in sports innovation. However, if they want to learn more about sports innovation in general, um, the best route to do is to go through our intercollegiate and professional sports management program. What, What sort of classes are offered through that? I don't know all the classes, but I can tell you what I think I know. And, Nancy, please forgive me on this. <laughs> um, but it would be, obviously, sports marketing, sports advertising, sponsorships, um, sports leadership. So, And I'm just throwing out the things that I know that she's talked about in different meetings. Um, understanding fan engagement. Um, then also some of the current topics, like what is NIL? You what know, is NIL? Um, name, image, and likeness. Okay. So understanding some of the things that are happening in today's um, in the society of sports today, those are the different things that they're learning in these classes. And they're they're taught by some really great folks. One, obviously, Dr. Nancy Lowe, Dr. Michelle Corner. um, They're the leaders of of these programs. And I think any student that gets involved in these programs, they have, and they've been hired by um, the Las Vegas Super Bowl host community through us, uh, through our partnership, as well as they're going to be hired with F1, um, the Knights. As a matter of fact, one of our... Students of the program now, and I, I, I won't say his name because uh, I even know I think it's really exciting. He's also an intern uh, for the Super Bowl host committee right now. He's actually getting a Stanley Cup ring. No way. Because he was um, an internship at – he had his internship with the Golden Knights through this past year. Wow.
0: And then are you guys doing anything with F1 coming?
1: Um, we plan to have some more initiatives with them after they get past their first work, their first right. race. But uh, the folks at F1, uh, specifically Pilar Harris, has been exceptional. So I think as they get past this first race, this first year, you'll see their community impact, as, as specifically on our campus, as band. Wow, awesome. And then I wanted to talk more
0: about, you mentioned about the research and um, scholarship that's going on. What what specific things do you guys do
1: to kind of promote that research and scholarship um, on the on campus? Oh, you mean the grant aspect of it. So uh, from a grant standpoint, we normally do a call to action, and so we'll say, hey, look. Um, we have we'll tell you what the focus is we're looking for something maybe it could be an app or a new technology that will have a positive impact on sport and we'll do a call they'll send in those papers from that standpoint we will put a team together kind of review it all and um based on what amount of funding we have for that that period of uh, for that 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 period that's what we would award out so um the next time we would do it it will hopefully be later this fall before the end of the year. And we should probably have close to $150,000 that weekend grant.
0: And I know you guys do a big conference. I actually attended it, it was fantastic. Yeah. Can so talk about that?
1: Oh, of course. So we do a sports resource summit and what we really love about it is the first one we ever did was um, it was during COVID. <laughs> so it was all virtual. Uh, we, we learned a lot about Zoom on that day because <laughs> we had different rooms and all this type of stuff, but it was fun. We had a good time doing it. Um, then once things started to open back up, we are able to, through our partnership with UFC, we had it, the UFC Apex. And what's really unique about that is we we're able to utilize the octagon as our stage. And we probably had about 150 people the first year. Then this past year, the one I believe you just attended, we had close to about 250 people. Yeah. And it was a great place where those that are connected to our university or within our university can if you remember, they were able to showcase through uh, different booths some of the work they are doing in sports innovation. Um, then as well, we would have some some guest speakers speak about the things that they are doing as well. Uh, one of the highlights for me was having our students on a fireside panel discussion, and they had the opportunity to talk about a lot of the things that they experience as a Super Bowl host committee intern, what it means to their careers, and what they plan to do moving forward. Another um, highlight of this past event was Congresswoman Susie Lee was there as she was instrumental in us receiving a federal grant this past year, uh, $3.25 million to help us grow out um, and expand more of what we're doing in, in sports innovation. And so, with that grant, we're able to do three new initiatives uh, Sports Leap, which is our sports leadership and advancement program, that'll be led by um, Dr. Lowe and Dr. Bo Bernhardt. And this program will be designed to help um, future leaders or current um, leaders within any sports space and get them to advance a little bit further. So they earn a certificate for this program. It is a paid program, but they will earn a certificate if they apply to this program. Um, The next piece is our sports science entrepreneur program that ties more into what we do in the space of our college program. Um, looking at different research innovation that'll be led by Dr. John Mercer. Then we have Sports Data Analytics Hub, and we'll be able to utilize uh, be analysis and outcome based data research. And we'll be utilizing the UNLV supercomputer and a dedicated fiber connection.
0: Wow, that's really interesting. So, the reason why I end up going to the conference, the Sports Innovation, Con- the Sports Innovation Summit. I was really excited about it because I'm a huge soccer fan yeah. and FC Barcelona is actually the, num- the team. I actually have a pin right here on my jacket. They're the team that does the most, like they're the highest regarded like sports research innovation team in soccer. Oh, good. And they do an innovation hub there every year. And it's always been my dream to go. And so I, I was amazed that, oh, wow, it's in my own backyard. I can just go to a sports research yeah. hub here. And it was, it was fantastic. So I, I thought that was, I thought what you guys are doing is really, really awesome.
1: Yeah, and uh, I would tell you if you thought that was awesome, wait until you see what we have coming down the road, down the pipeline. So in July, I'm um, doing NBA Summer League. We're able to partner with NBA Summer League, utilize their grand stage, and this is where they report, like, the new big contract signings of their up-and-coming rookies, things of that nature. But we turned this into our own stage for UNLV. So this is a collaboration with UNLV Sports Innovation and the Syracuse um, Fall College of Sport and Human Dynamic. So if you know, maybe uh, may have heard of David Falk, yeah. So he was a fame agent for Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. So the Fall College is named after him at Syracuse. So we're partnering together and also with a local company called Circle and we're building the first omni channel sports entertainment and innovation conference, which we name S E I dash Con. And that'll be held July from July sixteenth to eighteenth, twenty twenty four. Wow. that's so cool. And that'll be at Virgin Hotels.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um uh, you do mention, like you know, what that what's coming. Is there what what is coming for the sports um, innovation program? Is it is it a major? Is it um, more partnerships in the community? Is it you know to build build out like a pipeline for students? What exactly is the long term vision?
1: I think that's I think all of the above. Everything that you just said is our is our vision. Um, I think that when you look at what would be a good quantifiable next step is identifying a space where we can have it all housed in. Um, is something that I'm really focused on, is how can we bring all these pieces together where we can have classroom space, event space, um, the opportunity to do some testing of new research and products. Right now we kind of spread apart, but what I love about it is, is that we're truly interdisciplinary, and we have a lot of great relationships, whether it's in sports media, UNLV Athletics, and the Switchboard Science Studio. There are so many different things that we're doing on campus that allows us to work with so many different people and meet people like yourselves and others and work together so we can really highlight just the sports space for UNLV. And that's really our, our main objective is to do that. Then from there, um, what I'm starting to see now is the rest of the world is starting to see what we're doing, and they're getting really excited about it. So Seacon is going to be really big for us because our name is on something that's the first of its kind. Um, then on top of that, everything that we're going to start doing, the data analytics piece of it, sports science entrepreneurship, and the sports league program is going to really start just taking us to another level. Wow. what, what is that? I want to ask you
0: just in general, what is your outlook on the Las Vegas sports economy moving forward?
1: You know what? I think is amazing. I really do. I think it's going to continue to grow. I think we are are going to be known really as that intellectual hub. And the reason why I say that is, just like now, many folks will come out, you know, business owners, restaurant owners, hotel owners, they come to Las Vegas to learn how to get better and, and hospitality. How about they come out here, too, to learn to get better and fan engagement and sports science and data, um, how to be a better leader. That's where I think is where this is headed to, is we'll always hold a place um, not only uh, domestically, but also internationally as you want to learn how to get better? Go to Vegas. That's how I feel. That's that's how I felt about the
0: whole Barcelona thing when I mentioned that. Yeah. Like, I want to learn about you know how to get better with the sports, whatever. Go to Barcelona. So, I'm I'm excited that uh, that I can call Vegas home. You yes. Know? And me too. Um, and so I, now I just have some random questions for you. Um, yeah. Just some fun questions. What is the biggest name that you have in your contacts?
1: <laughs> um. Interesting, because it depends on how you look at it. I think, okay. I think politically it would be Governor Joe Lombardo. Wow. Um, from a sports standpoint, for me, the biggest name is Charlie Ward, who is former uh, Heisman Trophy winner, uh, ended up playing in, in the NBA instead. And <laughs> um, it was drafted to the NBA, but he was the famed quarterback for Florida State Seminoles who brought them their first national championship. So for me, from a sports standpoint, he w- it would be him. And then, why UNLV? Like, if
0: I was a student or someone, you know, looking to go to college or from the community wanting to engage, why us?
1: Why UNLV? Well, one, we're the fastest growing university in the country. Um, Number two, it's you're not going to find too many universities where you're going to have the diversity that we have on our campus and the ability to learn from so many others. And I also think you're going to be faced with faculty members, um, colleagues that I have on this campus that are really hungry to see us grow. And, and it's very rare also to see a city support us the way that um, this community does. Um, whether it's the Raiders, who just made a huge commitment to our athletic department, whether it's the Knights, um, the Lights, or the Aces, it doesn't matter. Um, we have great support, and that's just on the sports side. of it. We're not talking about the great things that MGM, Caesars, Boyd Gaming, and et cetera, have done for our students in this community. And that just continues to happen. And so I think if so, they that's why 75% of our um, graduates stay here. They don't leave. They stay here. And because they can find jobs here, they can find nice homes here, and UNLV is the catalyst to all that. And I think if people continue to understand that and see it and don't look at the fact that, hey, we don't have a lot of student housing, that's fine. Um, you'll, you'll find your way here. My daughter is a freshman here now, and that's exactly what she said. Best decision she's made.
0: I feel the same way. Thank you so much for coming on. I really have appreciated uh, your time, and thank you so much for the awesome conversation.
1: No, I appreciate it, too. Thank you, too. All right. Bye-bye. The Rebel Revolution, brought to you by
0: UNLV's Office of Economic Development, the bridge between UNLV and industry. And a special thanks to our friends at KUMB Radio. We'll see you next time on The Rebel Revolution.